Hi, this is your audio editor, Erin. Just jumping on to let you know that we had a little bit of an issue with several of the tracks for this week's episode. We tried to clean them up, so if you notice anything weird about the audio, it's not your player, it is our problem. Enjoy the show! Welcome to Primary Attribute, where a Castles and Crusades actual play podcast. My name is Ian, I'm the Castle Keeper, or Game Master as is known in a lot of other systems, and I use they-them pronouns. Hey, my name's Adam. I play as Vons. Vons is the free little Foxville alchemist friend. We both use he, him pronouns. And right now, Vons is just really glad to be inside again. I'm Erin. I play Erisene. I use she or they pronouns. Erisene uses she, her pronouns. Uh, Erisene is extremely concerned about uh, speaking to her grandmother in private. I'm Kelly. I play Wealthy Taylor, the halfling wizard. We use she, her pronouns, and um, Wealthy was so bored that she's she thinks it's almost worth it to have to put up with Aramis, Ar- Prime, whichever one, her great, Erisine's grandmother. Fucking sick burn on Aramis. <laughs> <laughs> that is a sick burn on Aramis. She helps you out, and this is what you're <laughs> Oh, and I'm Wit. I play Grix, the kobold illusionist slash mechanic. We both use he, him pronouns. And Grix is uh, Grix is looking forward to doing his uh, uh, backseat hosting uh, at the uh, Mayfenway Estate. <laughs> All right. Oh God, I can't wait for that. God, I, I already want to die. <laughs> the GM has to run these NPCs because <laughs> that's oh my God. Fly is you there? So well. You is there? Oh, wonderful. Who? <laughs> no, yep. I don't remember who this is. I'm sorry. That sounded funny, it, it, it's, but it's um. It's the uh, the night servant, the kobold. yeah. You oh is, yeah, yeah. You is the night servant who's a kobold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have I met him officially. No, no. Oh, he's he's been on camera like twice, <laughs> and it's just Erisine solo scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought of a mnemonic uh, to remember the order of Erisine and uh, Aramith and Aristique. Aristique. Uh, God damn it! I couldn't remember the you, older. <laughs> The era, like in years, the longer in the alphabet after the era. Seen me, Steak. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just can't remember Steak. Aristique doesn't stick <laughs> in my head for some no, reason. No, Aristique didn't stick in my head, but it's fine. It's fine. I mean, no, Aramis didn't stick in anyone's head until you saw her on camera a ton, so that's fair. It's not like Erisine refers to her grandmother by first name. By first name. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Anyway, that was my uh that was my little mnemonic that I just thought of. So All okay. right. Thank please you. enjoy this tiny gift. If you enjoyed that tiny gift or the podcast in general, you should rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. Helps people find us, makes us feel good about what we do. And you should do it for the other podcasts you enjoy, too, to give them the same validation and discoverability. Aaron, would you like to do the recap? Sure. We got inside the Guardian's little tiny, tiny bunker where May basically made it so that we could all get in, get back into the city because Wealthy was having a medical emergency after losing her leg. R.I.P. Wealthy's leg. <laughs> uh... <laughs> So the approximately 11 people who had gone out to find Grix all got back into the city and Wealthy went to the clinic 
to be taken care of and everyone else went to the the public you know bunker in the rise and 4 days later the storm was still raging and wealthy was freaking out with stir craziness and decided that she needed Aramith's help to get out of the clinic to find Professor Jenkins. So Purity Pearl ended up helping us get everyone to the Gemwood, to the Mayfinwee estate. And we cliffhangered where Aracene's grandmother, Aristique, would like a word with Aracene and Aramith. Yeah, all right. So all of y'all who are not Aracene, you're in the house of these really fucking rich people. It is, to be poetic, opulent as shit. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Given that you probably shouldn't just all stay standing in the foyer forever. <laughs> well, I'm not doing any standing. I'm probably laying on a cot, so. We, we got you a chair. <laughs> you, you, can be, you can be moved to a cot. <laughs> um, I, I thought I would be carried in on a stretcher, but that's fine. Yeah, you're, you're being wheeled about. You were stable okay. enough to do to that. move. Can you clarify one thing for us, uh, Ian? Who all came with us? Yeah, so I just was busy writing all of that down. Uh-huh. Who we got? Yeah, you got you got Photios, you got Keith, you got Green, you got Alara, you got Percy, <laughs> you got Shield, Cog, and Purity, Pearl, the Inspector. Huh. That's uh, that's quite a bit of uh, space we're taking. Is there uh-huh. a reason that we brought everyone? Well, to go out and get Grix, yes. It would have been no. rude to leave them there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because it'd be weird to like, hey, we're going to go back home to a more comfortable place. You stay in this bunker. Well, like, this, that's that's yeah. mean. Well, well also, we blame like Aramith, a... who probably just invited the whole group. <laughs> Wasn't I also blame like Aramith a... then, because I wouldn't want to inflict Photios on my... Uh, I, I wouldn't want to inflict the psychic damage on Photios of meeting my grandparents. So you'd make him stay in a public bunker for an undetermined amount of time. He knows that my grandfather okay. is a eugenicist. All right. And he's a giant bull man. He can take your grandpa. Pay to watch I mean, fight. sometimes we have parents who are difficult to get along with. It's just... Hmm. I, I, it's I, like Thanksgiving. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll melt your grandmother's heart. It'll be okay. <laughs> <clears throat> this is going to be great. <laughs> What kind of spell do you use to melt hearts? Uh, well, I'm definitely blasting low-level uh, um, uh, 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 influence the whole time. Oh, oh, okay. Googly birds. So, so it's not a magic missile for specific organs. No. But only if they fail their intelligence saving throw. Uh-huh. Go- googly birds. With top hats. With top hats. And mm-hmm. monocles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, I gotta get those class markers. Get mm-hmm. on it. Get on it, Wit. Yeah. Uh, you gotta right. update that poster. <laughs> Gricks, Vons, Wealthy, how do you dispose of yourself? Well, Aracene and Aramith are being dragged upstairs. Uh, Is anyone Ian, here that's, with us? That's or- kind of cruel because you didn't give them any information yeah, about what true. is happening at all. Yeah, who They're else is here right now? They're literally just in a foyer. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of what has happened. Okay, cool. <laughs> your your, in that your, case, your, your servants know. are probably hastily making their way because they just heard an entire crowd of people but <laughs> this is a very identifiable moment I, I think we've all had that moment where we're just like standing in a foyer and have no idea yeah. what to do with our hands 
Ah, uh, Grix knows what to do. He'll he'll head straight to the kitchen. He make makes the beeline. Okay. Um, <laughs> Last time we saw the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Um, you should watch it. And listen to our Halloween episode. I don't think Grix has actually canonically been here before. Mm, uh, one time I was in the sitting room briefly. Wait, why? How? I I we we came to get you or something. I don't remember. I was here so briefly. It was like a. It was like not even a real scene. That sounds vaguely familiar. Um, all right, you it was a long ass time ago. The, the sitting, the the kitchen's close enough to that. You could you could know where you're going. Um, you make your way to the kitchen. That's where the servants are coming. And like, if I see the servants coming, then oh yeah, yeah, don't bother yourself. I got it. Uh, one of them loops around from the hallway that runs along the back of the or the quote unquote back and comes into the foyer, and it is you, and you is just like deer in headlights. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of you, huh? Great. Great. Hi. Wait, I thought there was only one. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, you can't. You absolutely can't. It's already so, confusing enough. So I hear that the servants have crazy nicknames these days. <laughs> oh yeah? What kind of nickname? <laughs> well, uh, use in the foyer. What's in the hall? <laughs> anyway. I don't know who's in the kitchen. Exactly. <laughs> exactly it's in the attic. Anyway. Um. So I don't we could go to the sitting room. Yeah, that seems good. Everyone this way, please. Kind of shoves through the crowd and takes you through the side door to the sitting room and gestures everyone in. Green is going to take Percy into the ballroom because it is a big open space and not a sitting room, which would probably not fit a Percy very well. All right, so everyone's being shuffled about by one extremely concerned looking servant. Air Air scene. Hello. Oh, I just wanted to add real quick. Griggs, oh, yeah. Griggs uh, uh, beelines to the kitchen and uh, starts, uh, uh, you know, not not greedily, but like, you know, obviously refreshments are in order. Yeah, Ron's uh, trying to, invited to stay there. here for a while, so yeah. we're not going to go thirsty. So uh, as you walk past you, um, <laughs> he, he says towards the kitchen, he says in draconic kind of out of the corner of his mouth. What are you doing? Eh, many hands make light work. Sure. Don't I don't know don't break anything. <laughs> All right. Vaughn's just starts looking for snacks. <laughs> so Vaughn's tags along with Grix. Oh yeah. Vaughn's tries to beat him there. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Grix doing a very organized search of the cabinets where I'm where whereas I'm imagining Vaughn's doing the like hold something, toss behind, hold something, toss behind. Yep. 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 Vaughn's standing on the counter, climbing into the, of course. the cabinets. Yeah. He, might hear totally ignoring the stepladder. Just the stepladder was to get onto the counter. Yep. Yep. Clearly. So he can reach the top. Exactly. All right. That's where the good stuff is. Carry on. Erisine. Yeah. So you're all rattling around. Um, Erisine. Hello. You have been brought up into the little sitting room that is the front of your grandparents' essentially suite. Mm-hmm. The door has been closed. Aristique turns towards you, and you do not need a wisdom check. You know when she is mad. And this is one of those times. <laughs> I make my eyes as cute as possible. <laughs> doing the Puss in Boots look? Yeah. What are you two doing? I don't say anything. A ploy to make the CK talk to themselves. You <laughs> fucking did this to yourself, you bitch. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, don't blame Erisine. I 
invited everyone in our little group that was with us to stay. I mean, we have enough space, don't we, Mom? I mean, this house is so large. And we certainly have enough resources. It would be irresponsible as people of a higher class to not help those of a lower class, right? Your grandmother saves from imploding. (laughs) Sheer anger. (laughs) And just kind of glares daggers at your mom for a long moment. Your mom should actually make an influence check. That went pretty well. (laughs) Fine, but you're responsible for all of them. And they are not to interrupt me or your father. Okay. And... What the fuck are you in the middle of, Grandma? My own home, which is now full of guests I do not know, unexpectedly. But I mean, like, you're friends with Green. Honestly, I wasn't positive that was her through the crowd of people in my foyer. (laughs) It is. Well, that is at least a silver lining. So everyone is allowed to talk to you, or every. No one's allowed to talk to you except Green, huh? I don't wish to be interrupted. I may come and greet them or have discussions with you all until this lockdown is over. I just don't want them to be getting in my hair. Okay. Also, I'm going to be the one who tells your grandfather about this. Because as much as, uh, well, I really can't get either of you in trouble anymore. But... I bolt from the room. (laughs) You hear a wait as you bolt. Okay, where are you going? I'm going to tell my grandfather. I am so proud of you. All right. Your your group has been moved (laughs) out of the foyer. You think you hear one to two people running behind you. You're running, so it's hard to tell. Um, I think you hear a get back here as you get into the smoking room. (laughs) To the stairs, to the uh, study. And the door is open. And you head on down to that place you know so well. Your your grandfather looks up and is just like, yes. Hi. So. I'm surprised you're back here during the lockdown. Yeah, it was like really, really important. One of my friends, uh, we were outside when the storm started and it was like really fucked up and she like lost her leg but like she's in the middle of like trying to find uh her professor and um we decided that we needed like some help uh to actually like do the spell to like scry on him and um so like we came here and i thought like you know Maybe she could get some of the help from, like, the, you know, books that you have here. Like, obviously, like, with your full permission and, like, no one would ever be in here without you being here. But, like, I just thought, you know, like, (laughs) it would be, like, so nice. She's a budding scholar. Uh, Ericene, make a wisdom check. (laughs) <laughs> and a charisma check, actually. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do them in order and tell me the results of each. Okay, the wisdom check is a 17. And the charisma check is a 22. Woo! Nice charisma check. All right. Your grandfather's face is unreadable through most of this. But he doesn't explode into an apoplectic rage, which would be unusual. But honestly, you know. Someday, someday you're going to get it. <laughs> I, I know it's a goal for Ericene. 
or at least I'm pretty sure it is. I just want the old man to love me. How many people are in the house right now? Like definitely too many, but uh, the only there's only like one who I think would want to um, have anything to do with the the books. Please define. Well, wait. You hear some footsteps above two pairs. I <laughs> uh, see your grandmother probably already knows. That is. If your friend is truly a scholar, I will need to approve each book, obviously, but. Obviously, yeah. It's mm-hmm. a long lockdown. I could probably even assist. Quite frankly, my current projects are giving me a headache. So. Oh, you got too used to my help, Grandpa. Sure. And she smiles. You never went into work. You went to work like three days. <laughs> she went into work a lot during the time. That's split. actually not true. Oh, okay, I went into right. work constantly. Okay. It, it is hilarious, though, when you take just the on-camera time, like significant on-camera time, like half of it is airs you being like, I let my grandfather know I can't work. <laughs> <laughs> Purely because of compacted timeline. Yeah. <laughs> but the other thing is, like, there were a lot of days, like, before the. Right. Like, it's just when you listen the to the audio, you get the I... impression that she's always skipping work. Because going to work is like a 15 second scene. <laughs> a lot of things happened to her at work. There was I, the whole, like, letters situation. You. Yeah. There was the, like, almost, there was the getting, <laughs> almost getting hit in the head with a book. For no reason. <laughs> there were a very it was a very important few days that actually showed up on camera. <laughs> she did go to she did go to work a lot. There was the whole day that We're she... not from HR, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you HR? <laughs> yeah, we're not from HR. We're not gonna judge you for how much you work. Um but so you're like, you know, you missed my help and actually that's right. You uh, you won maybe not your grandfather's love, but something approaching, you know, respect. <laughs> I, I won something approaching his vague, the vague idea of his approval. You might get a handshake eventually. So oh no longer God, he is scoring. not Paul Hollywood. You take that back. No, I didn't mean that. I just meant like. It's quite the mental image, though. <laughs> you know, like the, like, like, uh, you know, parents who shake their kids' hands instead of hugging them. So I've been picturing uh, Aristique as looking like evil Dolly Parton. Oh my god! That is... Um, wow. I use, but it's good. Wow. Like, like the hair and like always perfectly done up and like often in like overly feminine like dresses. Like, um, like a like dark Lady Bird Johnson. Yeah. 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 Um, I haven't had a good mental image for, for uh, grandpa though. Yeah. Yeah. Frymeath is hard to pin down with a, with a mental yeah. image. Yeah. Even the, uh, pick that I've done of him just don't do him justice. Sure. Anyway. Your help is certainly appreciated when it is present. However, in this case, it's more that I am stuck at a couple of intellectual dead ends. That I need to work my way out of. Maybe if you like talked it out, it would help you like figure out a new perspective. Cause you're always like doing your like writing and shit. But you know, if you um like talk about it, 
it'll engage a different part of your brain. That's what I learned from one of the books that I read in here. And she smiles again. (laughs) He gives you a nod. (laughs) That may be valuable at some point, yes. So, how are... I'm sorry, editor or narrator note. Did you mention that it's going to be a spell? Um, when talking I did. To I okay. said it was yeah, a yeah, scrying sorry. spell. Yeah. Yeah, we bounced around a bit. Um, what sort of space does your friend need for this sort of spell? I honestly don't know because, you know, like <laughs> magic <laughs> and me. <laughs> but um, uh, I'm sure that she could tell you. Do you want me to go get her? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not a trick question. <laughs> no. Um, I, I was trying to remember too, because I just have no memory for the first half of this conversation. Apparently, did you mention that this is the same? Did you mention her leg getting cut off? I said that one of my friends had lost her leg, and that one of your friends needed, and to that do one a scry, of my friends but... needed help scrying. But I didn't necessarily. Yeah, you, did, you did say you did say uh, she she lost her leg, but she needed to to find. Gotcha. Okay. You said you you indicated it was it was her. Okay. I don't know. You were rattling off a lot of information, so if, uh, Grandpa didn't catch that. That's fair. It maybe, yeah. Those were um, a dense couple sentences. Yeah, it may be better if I go up there, if only so I don't assume that any of your friends are intruders in my home when I presumably run into them later. That is totally fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your grandmother has appeared at the top of the stairs, <laughs> along with your mom, who. Uh, Aristide cannot see your mom's face, so you just see your mom's here undiluted joy <laughs> having caused as much of a problem. <laughs> it's like Aramith woke up this morning and said, today I will be a problem. Yes. <laughs> today I choose chaos. <laughs> yes. There are a number of guests in our home, and I know it's, we'll deal with it, I suppose, and they head out and I stop talking to myself. <laughs> can I do a, can I do like a, a check to see like, uh, the level of annoyed that my grandfather is versus my grandmother? Yeah. Because, um, like they have a relationship. Roll wisdom, but some add, fucking reason. Roll wisdom, but add 2d6. You 2d6. Know You've known these people for almost a hundred years. <laughs> Well, I got a nat 20 on my wisdom. <clears throat> Jesus. You're fine. <laughs> so. So that's a total of um, 36. <laughs> you see through time and space. <laughs> Do I, can I get some, can, can I ask for another uh, thing in addition? Sure. Because that was so good. Um, can I know, can I know like how well they actually get along as people at this juncture in life. Sure. Yeah. Something clicks in a place when you see this exchange, despite it being like 10 words long um, and facial expressions and all that. So you get two things. One that as far as annoyance levels, your grandmother is far higher than your grandfather for this, which jives with what you know about your grandfather, more or less. Um, He has, he sticks to protocol. He appreciates protocol. He is not bound by it in the same way that your grandmother is. Um, like he wants things to be polite and efficient, but can deal with 
interruptions in a way that your grandmother doesn't do as well. Your grandmother's real plan the entire party. There's a program thing. And then when, you know, someone goes off script, it's your grandfather usually takes over. Uh-huh. Um, as far as their relationship, they're really formal with each other whenever you see them. That said, they're from a generation where that makes some sense. And also you are, you know, you're not around in their private suite when it's just them in there. Like, obviously, you uh-huh. don't come in here very often at all. So it's very possible they're more relaxed around each other um, normally. It's, it is definitely still a functional relationship and it's not, you know, not negative, but whether it's particularly for fulfilling for either of them at this point, you're realizing might be kind of up in the air. But, you know, when you've been together with someone for 1500 years or whatever, like, <laughs> Jesus, that's sad. Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> basically you get that vibe. You don't know why, obviously. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, it, the marriage is not dead by any means, but it, it's one of those things where as omniscient third person narrators, like they both might be better off if they moved on to something else at this point, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which you would also know is not super unusual for elves because they live so fucking long. <laughs> like maybe you have like, you know, y- you, your, your marriage might last, you know, 300 years at a time. Yeah. And then both people are like, I think we're good. Yeah. Like, especially as kind of a, a natural evolution thing of just like, uh-huh. yeah, you know, our relationship has run its course and that's a bummer. But yeah, elves, at least ideally, have some decent emotional maturity as well. So, uh-huh. yeah, it is still sad. Don't get me wrong. But okay. Yeah. And there are lots of elf couples who stay married their entire lives, but it just gets, you know, that's tricky. fucking weird. Yeah, I mean, you also know that elves tend to get not stuck in patterns, really, because that's a little too restrictive a phrasing, but like... They like routine. They like routine, and it also makes it, when relationships are that long, if they end poorly, it makes it much worse. So like, people who have their spouses die suddenly, for example, have a much longer time getting over it if they do it all, because it's just... You know, they're not built like humans where it's like, I could die tomorrow, <laughs> like every single day when they wake yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so there's a longer recovery period for that sort of thing. Interesting. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So you head on up and. I will go collect Wealthy and bring her to the smoking room. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, you see Aristique making her way back upstairs. And um, Arabith goes into the sitting room with, I guess, Wealthy, who then immediately leaves, which means we've sil- siloed off all the NPCs. <laughs> 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 Much to my incredible amusement. Um, and you take Wealthy to your grandfather. Oh, Prefer. Grandpa wanted to uh, find out who all of these people were in his okay, house. Okay, yeah, so, so he walks with you to the door, but he's not going to like engage with people. He's just scanning the room. Well, of course not. Yeah, I don't introduce people. Yeah. I wave. Gives a sheepish wave. You're in the kitchen, actually. Oh, if we're back. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. That took a while. But yeah, yeah. yeah, sure. I'm still in the kitchen. Fine. <laughs> it's taking some time. You're also trying to clean up yeah. the best mess Vons keeps making. <laughs> yeah. No, that, Vons that's is, on him. Yeah. Vons yeah. is currently. Oh, like, no. I'm, I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. Yeah. You are. All yeah. right. So your, your grandfather scans the room, realizes there's someone in the ballroom, sees a giant insect. Along with green, 
who is trying to keep the giant insect from trying to get on the chandelier. <laughs> it's only moderate success. <laughs> um, and then you, you get wealthy. And how does that go? Um, wealthy, there's a severe looking old man at the door. <laughs> also, Erisine's there. <laughs> hey, wealthy. Um, my grandpa is uh, willing to like help with uh, uh, whatever we might need for the, well, maybe not whatever we might need, but like he's willing to like help with the um with the spell a little bit. Do you want to come? Sure. Was wealthy was in a like a wheelchair or Yeah, wealthy's in a wheelchair. Okay. I will uh I will wheel wealthy into the smoking room. All right. Meanwhile, Rick's and Vaughn's. Yeah. Uh Vaughn's make a wisdom check cuz I think you run on instinct when you search for snacks. Mm-hmm. Kirk's mm-hmm. make an intelligence check. Ooh, three. Uh, I add five to three. You, That's eight. You can't find I, anything good. I got a 16. You're fine, however. All right. So at this point, Vons is like stuffing his face into like a sack of flour and just like eating that directly. or Probably, yeah. <laughs> just munching on ingredients at this point. <laughs> yeah. But Grick's... Uh, <laughs> Vance is just like, why would I combine things? <laughs> I'm only an alchemist. <laughs> yeah. And my mm-hmm. stomach is the Alembic. <laughs> <laughs> Flavor is secondary. Uh, but yeah, um, Grix, you find a good spread of stuff and manage to assemble it together. You also great. just realize Clever. this place has a lot of food, albeit mostly in shelf-stable base components. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I, I think, uh, I, so I assemble like a, a charcuterie board. Uh, but then also, um, I I make a punch, uh, a wine punch out of a uh, a far too nice bottle of wine to make wine punch out of, um, and yes. also uh, uh, I guess perhaps can jarred uh, uh, fruit juice that is like pretty pretty valuable and yeah. rare itself. Yeah, discarding the. Uh... The more solid parts of fruit just to make juice and cider is a, yeah, it's an expensive operation, yeah. relatively speaking. Yeah. Well, I mean, not just, yeah, you don't discard it, but you, you know, it yeah. becomes pulp that you yeah. do something else. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. uh, so got wine punch and a uh, charcuterie board. All right. You succeed. Um, you appears to be happy for the help when you re-arrive in the room, quite honestly. <laughs> Um, Ericene, you know that this is not you's usual gig. There is usually no one yeah. <laughs> in the house. And you would guess at this point, given that Greg's got in and out of your kitchen without being berated, that the usual chef is also missing. <laughs> Presumably yeah. did not yeah. make it out of the lockdown. So, yeah, you're uh, wearing many hats. Very few of which he's used to. <laughs> uh, hey, Wealthy's good at bacon. Yeah, but she's being wheeled off. <laughs> With well, the old man, I think. But I mean, she's gonna come back, right? <laughs> I mean, she, I hope she's so. Come back, right? <laughs> I, I draw my I, club. I, do, what? Do you actually draw your club before? No, Jesus, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's covered in nails. <laughs> oh, but hey, this one's bent like a bottle opener. That's cool. <laughs> I, I yeah, imagine Crick the... says shoved a bunch of tools. Or improvised a bunch of tools, and his club <laughs> is basically a Swiss Army knife. <laughs> oh, I love it! I didn't even think of that. That's great. Yeah, can't do a lot. Yeah, I know. Yeah, there's a bottle opener. There's a corkscrew. The nail file. There's a yeah. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Um, 
So yeah, Grix, you are you are serving people, Vons. I assume you once you see that Grix has found the snacks. Yeah, Vons just has his fur like coated in flour and like Getting taped it on around the floor. his floor. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like every like cartoon of an eighties housewife just coming out of the kitchen coated in ingredients. Valera <laughs> just gives you a look and says, So that snack one was that snack run was less successful than ours, huh? I don't know what you're talking about. Well, if you need someone to help you glue a door shut, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wealthy, Ericene. Oh, God. You're in yes. the smoking room. You have been wheeled. Ericene, I assume you're hanging around for this one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I would not leave uh, anyone alone with either of my grandparents if I could help it. Well, your grandfather is sitting very imperiously in an armchair. Grandpa, this oh, is my friend, Wealthy uh, Taylor. Uh she is a graduate of the university and wealthy. This is my grandfather, uh, Fry Mayfinwee. It is a pleasure you, to meet you, Miss Taylor. <clears throat> Pleased to meet you, sir. <clears throat> <laughs> it's like meeting the in-laws, but worse. <laughs> <laughs> I understand you might need assistance with a spell. Yes, sir. Um, I'm, uh, I'm trying to find my professor. Um, he seems to have disappeared and we, we did some investigation, and we think a scrying spell might be the best way to go. But Are you capable of casting such a spell? Um, we've been working on it, and we're pretty sure we could do it. We just don't have, you know, the, we haven't had a lot of time to, to sit and, and do it. I just need some help. I may be able to assist. I am not particularly well-skilled on magic, but... I kind of know what I'm trying to accomplish, but um, I just... I I. I just need not so much help with the spell as just help with with working the spell. That may be better suited to one of your friends, but I will try to help where I can. Missing. We don't have many professors. One missing is very concerning. Yes, sir. All right. So, um, Wealthy, you're going to get on the spell right away? Okay. I, I was going to ask, Are you? do you want to get on the spell right away or do you want to? Sure. Okay. You uh you go through your list of requirements. It becomes clear pretty quickly that you're gonna need to do this probably on the floor of the ballroom. Basically, like we went over um previously, this requires maps. Maps tend to be kind of big, and you have to draw a circle around them. You can bring more people into this spell to uh to cast it and increase its basically increase its um like its range and its ability. They don't have to be magic users necessarily. But they do have to be able to like hold the spell in their head. So in this particular case, you probably want to high enter a high wisdom character or characters. Mm-hmm. And um, so you need the maps, you need the amethyst, which Aramith already said that she has and that you can use. Um, yeah, and you need to you need to draw on the floor. Although thankfully you can do it in chalk. Yeah, I think I'd draw the line at, at doing it uh, if I had to do it in something else. Um, okay. Um, I invite, uh, I invite, um, fortunately all my friends are high intelligence, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rudy's got into, into, so, um, I'm going to have all my friends come in, especially, um, the magic users and May and, um, May isn't here. May's still on guard. Oh, May's still on guard. Okay. Well, the ones that I've got, they're going to be good. And shield is here, isn't he? Yep. They're here. They, they, yeah. they're here. Um, 
okay, then I'm going to invite them in and just start working to have, uh, have, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to have. Um, yeah, I'm going to just, we'll, we'll lay everything out. We'll draw everything out. We're all in the ballroom and I bring in, do I have to have a specific number of people or is it just? The more people you have, the higher the chance that one of them will flub the role and fail. Okay. But, um, so you, you can basically implement more maps and then Grix being involved kind of gives you a multiplier on that as well. It's going to be pretty abstracted, but Grix figured out a whole illusion. Like I'm going to layer maps to make it more specific. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Then um, I've got Grix beside me and I'm going to have Vons and Shield and Ericene. Is there anybody else? Green's not there, right? No, green is there. Green is there. I think we don't know how high Green's int is, though. I mean, she keeps hanging out with Vaughn, so... (laughs) That's more wisdom problem. I wasn't going to make that uh, joke, uh, although I did think it. (laughs) (laughs) So, um... Honestly, adding that other four people is already going to be a lot in terms of just, like, boosting. Um, Okay. Okay, then that's You can also theoretically add a Frymeath. Um, I, I don't, I don't want to talk to Frymy. He scares me. <laughs> All right. Me. <laughs> um, the other thing you're going to need before you get this ready is, uh, you, you have the, uh, you have the crystal. Um, you're actually going to need to hang it because this is going to be a pretty wide circle with this many people. So you can't just like hold it over the map like you would normally with your arm. Um, luckily you have a chandelier and or some upper railings so you can get that figured out. But the thing you need to actually make a check for is getting the right maps. Because okay. you have access to some maps here, but not necessarily others. And it depends on kind of in what way you want your search to be detailed. Because like with the arcs, there's multiple levels. There's a bunch of horizontal space. Um, you know, there are cutaways. There are top-down. There's from the side. Like The intelligence check will basically be, how much do I cover? And do I arrange these in a way that makes it easy to interpret if it tries to if the spell tries to indicate it on multiple maps okay so do an intelligence check mm-hmm. and then Grick, can you make your own intelligence check my own intelligence check yeah because you were you're, you're doing some pretty we talked about some relatively specific yeah. illusionist stuff for this so okay 22. i rolled an 18 so 27 six right. cool um so that was going to add a bonus to one thing or another. So we'll add that as a bonus to Wealthy's intelligence check for actually casting the spell. Or because you already got a 22, right, Wealthy? Yes, I have 22. So that's pretty good. Actually, I'll do it now. Um, add a d6 onto that roll for Grix's assistant. That's a one. All right. <laughs> 23. That's more than enough. Um, You work... It sounds like through Aristine because you don't want to talk to him directly <laughs> uh, with Frymeath to pull out a surprising number of maps of the arcs. There's a lot here, and some of them are very, very old. But do you manage a lot? Um, you think you'll get a good idea of where on the arcs the professor is between all of these, especially because Grix, with that check, you kind of take all these cross sections and put them into kind of like you did when you modeled out the tunnels with an illusion. Um, I'm assuming you're doing kind of a big pseudo-holler projector model yeah. of the arcs 
Yeah. So what I'm thinking is kind of like a like a at first slightly abstract, where it's like a think like a Rubik's cube, where it's like a like a divided into segment into you know quadrants mm-hmm. more than four quadrants, but yeah, uh, and then it narrows down into one of those, and then that one expands and is a section of quadrants. Nice. And then eventually it starts filling in like actual details and yeah. Okay. That sounds good. Sounds as great. As, as the I spell zooms in. Uh, facilitating these transfers of these maps between mm-hmm. the study and the ballroom. Can I look at the maps myself and see if I can see any labels that might be interesting? Sure. Yeah. Roll intelligence check. Mm. Ooh, eighteen plus five is twenty-three. Cool. So um, you get a few things. Most of these are just labeled like maps do. Um, one of the maps of the exterior bottom has some added notes around a couple of cave openings. They're just labels like A, B, C, D, E, F. Uh-huh. So six of them. Um, the other thing you notice is that. A few of these maps are more technical in nature. They're more like what you'd expect Gricks to have in terms of like talking about, um, you know, here is various important magical things that run the city. Uh-huh. And this is a very old version of those maps. And on, um, let's see. And on one of them, you note um, a couple of notations that are actually, let's see. Sorry. I, um, you, you note that some uh, some mathematical equations have been drawn in your grandfather's hand on those, and that there's a couple of again similar, just like letter labels, um, on a couple of points on the various tunnels deeper in. And you also notice that the core on the map is far more abstract than the rest of it. Basically, on any of the maps you take, the core is just kind of generally indicated, and it's great. Okay. As I um as I hand those maps to wealthy and Grix, I make a point to point at the mathematical notations and I say, Oh, look, I didn't I never noticed that tunnel before. Alright. This is pretty straightforward to pick up what Aristine's laying down. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Grix and Wealthy both make intelligence checks. Add a d6, both of you. Well, that might work. Fuck. Jesus Christ. 11. 22. All right. Well, this actually kind of makes sense. Um, Wealthy, these remind you a lot of the notes that were in Cog's book. Okay. Um, It's basically, it's also magical energy calculations, albeit much rougher and much more abstract. Um, And it seems to be related to like the mass of the mountain. So it's it's not how much energy does this take to like run all the lights or a neighborhood thing. It's a big broad strokes, you know, as long as you're not off by a couple of order of magnitude or orders of magnitude, it's close enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of math. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. So um I'm gonna do a lot of surreptitious sur- looking um while I'm casting this spell. All right. Um, with that 22, I think the other thing you'll get is that 
the there's a couple of ages of map where that calculation's been done, and based on like the ink fade, you're guessing that these were done roughly at the time the maps were made, and um, the equations get a little more. Uh, you, you recognize one as kind of um, you know uh, this is what we have, this is what we need, I think, and um, those numbers are not lining up <laughs> anymore by the time you get to the newest one. Okay, so. So by the time we get to the newest one, what we have and what we need are wildly are are no longer the same. Yeah, and actually, let's see. They were much closer I, together I, when they when yeah, the maps were first I th- made. I think they were. Um, I think they were never. It was always a shortfall. But the shortfall's gotten bigger. Okay. All right, and you cast your spell. Yay! I have one important question before the spell goes off. Yes. Which one of these names? Does uh, Frymy respond best to uh, Pop Pop, <laughs> Gramster, <laughs> or uh, or Daddyissimo? That sounds like a wisdom check, my friend. Okay, a charisma, wisdom. Are you sure though? Because if I'm trying to convince him that, like, hey, you should you should like accept one of these names because the next round will be worse. Hmm. <laughs> wisdom. Wisdom, because you were asking for how right, you, which one right. he liked the best. Oh, I got a natural one, baby. <laughs> You're pretty sure it's Daddy. What was it? Daddy. What were the options? Uh, uh, Pop Pop, Gramster, or Daddy Simo. Actually, I think Pop Pop's the worst out of those. Okay. For, so yeah, right. you're pretty Pop sure Pop you it nailed is. it in one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Pop Pop, it is. That is exclusively what I've been calling him after I tried him all out. He doesn't look annoyed at all because he rolled a one. <laughs> he rolled a one. I rolled a one. Oh, sorry. So as far as so I have as, far no as Grix knows, yeah. this great. is going great. Guy loves I'm, me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna get such a good grade at being a house guest. <laughs> God, Aristique would have report cards for that, wouldn't she? <laughs> Here's some feedback on you as a guest. <laughs> um, but all right, you're casting the yeah, spell. Yeah, spell goes off. Everybody who is involved in this, which is every player character, roll an intelligence check. 24. Ooh, 14. same. Mine was a 19 uh, on the die. Just FYI. I rolled a 10 on the die. Now I have to do math. Terrible. Got a 16 and it's a prime. Okay. None of you failed. None of you fumbled. The spell works. Yay! It, it is quite the production. All the lights in the room dim as you cast it. Presumably magical interference. And the crystal swings around. And Grix, you've got your grid already in a rough representation of the arcs. And it doesn't point at it. <gasps> but dun, dun, dun. with that intelligence check, and given that you basically designed the spell between the two of you, um, it is not doing what it would do if the spell just failed to find him. Okay. It is indicating somewhere off the arcs. Dun, dun, dun. And as you are holding the spell, um, you see the crystal drift just a little bit, crystal. which is probably accounting for the arcs' movement, you would guess. Oh. But we're talking minute, like maybe a degree. <laughs> uh, can we triangulate from that? Not with the maps you have. You just know it is somewhere to the... How long does the spell last? Um, probably only a few minutes. 
it's really just meant to locate someone. And I don't think if your idea is to swap out maps, I think you would have to cast it again. I think the idea was to like Hold see if we can get a see. blip and yeah, see, okay. see like how far, how quickly is the blip moving away and in which direction. And All right, intelligence. Not triangulate, but yeah, intelligence but, uh, check from a directionality. Yeah, twenty-one was the was the thing was the spell. Um, did the spell consume the amethyst? No. So we could do it again. Just yes. Okay. So what were the results? Uh, 21. All right. 12. 12. And Vons or are you taking a crack at this part of this, or do you want to just uh, leave it to these other two? I'll try. Uh, that's a 16. I, I don't understand. I, I don't think that Aerosene really understood exactly what she was trying to do, <laughs> but <laughs> maybe she figured it out anyway, just barely. Yeah. And Vons? Um, Vons doesn't know why we're doing this in the first place. Okay, fair enough. All right, you would guess based off of the roles that you have made that it is the location being indicated is somewhere to the um somewhere to the northwest, possibly okay. even north northwest. Um, yeah, let's say it's north northwest. Anyway, so yeah, you have a rough direction, okay, rough heading, but. You know, there's a zillion miles of land. <laughs> so, so we yeah. have a rough direction. And God, well, what's the point of a scrying scale spell that's not going to give me a good idea? It gave you a very important piece of information. Yeah. It gave me a very important piece of information, but it didn't give me uh, what I'm. So, so let me ask you this: Does Fry me see the see the result? Probably, yeah. I mean, I think he'd be around for this. He's helping you with it. Why not? Does he? Does does he make any kind of indication that this is surprising to him? Can I, mean, I can I Sure, yeah, both of you make wisdom checks. Okay. Yep. I need to make a wisdom check. Because you're trying to read a person. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. That's I can't eight. tell anything. I got a I got a two on the die. That's a total of nine. You don't know. His face is impassive. Well, that's not helpful. He he seems to think. There's a raised eyebrow at the uh, not pointing at the arcs thing. I think especially once one of the other of you explains it to the group, but that's it. All right. I'm going to ask him. God damn it. I don't like it. I don't. Um, Mr. Frymeath? Yes? Um, do you have any idea what this result would mean? The fact that Professor Jenkins does not appear to be on the arcs and the spell is pointing to someplace off in the distance? Presumably... He can either fly or is on the ground somewhere. I would put my money on the latter. Although, given from what you told me while we were setting this up, the spell would indicate, you know, would fail if they weren't on this plane anymore through whatever method you want to say, um, is presumably still alive, which is a neat trick on the ground. Is it, would it be possible if there were other mountains? Possibly, but we haven't seen any for a very long time. Okay. It doesn't mean they're not out there. It's a big world. And why would, and why would one professor know? I and mean, nobody he else? is a professor of magic. If anyone is going to find out something strange, like there's another magically enhanced mountain fort floating he, in the air. He's not really a researcher. Though. Why would he know this? Why would he, why would he know this? Okay. Thank you, sir. Of course. What if we like, 
found a, another map of like the whole, um, like the whole planet and like tried to scry on that. Are, are there any maps like that in, did, does your grandfather He's still have here. One? Yeah, but if, if I don't have to talk to the man, then that's a good thing. Uh, do you ha- do you have any maps, sir? Of the ground? Yes, sir. Yes, but they're very, very old. Well, I mean, so, like, anything's better than nothing, right? Very fair. And as far as specifics, specific smaller maps, that would be in books that we'd have to find. But as far as a world map, I do have one. Kind of hard to rely on, I imagine, considering chunks of ground just float around from time to time. (laughs) It it would not account for any geographic changes since it was drawn, obviously, and there were a number of strange things happening when the arcs took off. So, Ooh, like what? I mean, other than, you know, the... Well, we tore a mountain up from the ground. People were dying everywhere, including the arcs. Although not us, obviously. And at that point, communications had mostly collapsed. So I could not give you many details. But the rumors were quite varied, colorful, and to be frank, um, troubling. Like what? Like what kind of rumors? Let's go get the map. Okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Make a charisma check. Yes. Oh, I'm rolling hot with Brymeath today. That's a 16 plus 8 is 24. Phrasing. <laughs> All right. As you kind of go down, um, you are there is a locked drawer, and Brymeath does have um, the drawers you get for maps, blueprints, or like other really large sheets of paper. Where uh-huh. They're very, very wide and just not very high vertically. Um, kind of is pulling one out and just says, we should remove the other maps. It is on the bottom, the one you want, and we should just carry the whole drawer with us. Okay. I am not positive how well it would take to being picked up and bent at this point. I pull the whole drawer out then and yeah. just carry yeah. it up. Yeah, you uh, stick aside. What is the map on the top? Um, The map on the top is a... Fuck, I need to remember a name that I haven't looked at in a zillion years. Um, It is a map of, I think I called it Elendril. Elandril. The thing. Only Aaron and I know of that. <laughs> and that I still owe them the other half of. <laughs> so you're the opposing societies. But you do owe me the second half of that. And I, I never gave you a book report on it. It's true. And then we time skipped. And then I went, oh no, I never gave Aaron that thing. <laughs> but um, so the listeners and the rest of you know, Elandril is one of the old elvish societies that um, Ericene researched as part of her book report. Uh, Ericene's like, ooh, oh, it's a Landrel. Yes, you did read that book, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Did you, is this like, um, did you make this map or was like, did you, you know, commission it from somewhere? It was commissioned based off my rough sketches, information, and corrections. Corrections. It's probably no longer accurate. Well, yeah, that's fair, I guess. But I did live there for a while, and 
Oh. To be frank, most of these maps in the books are not great. And at some point, I will die. So I figured I should write everything down somewhere. That's a really good idea. What, dying? You should also, you know, like, tell people <laughs> about things, like your memories of things that happened, even if you don't write it down. Oral history is an important part of, uh, you know, life, Grandpa. And she smiles. Christine, I know you can be subtle. I've seen it. <laughs> this was not. <laughs> well, you know, I'm just like a little tired of being treated like I don't have a brain. <laughs> you know? I had never been clear on how much of that was a persona versus real. Although, if it was a persona, I mean, the persona worked. From the icy stare you get. <laughs> more of it than you were probably betting on when you said that. <laughs> All right. You have a new map. Yeah. All right. So with that having happened, um, this would actually need to happen the next day because I believe Wealthy only has one level three spell slot. Yeah. Only one. Yeah. So you get Stop everything. Pushing it. Yeah. You get everything set up basically and confirm that like the map will work and it will fit and all of that. But. Actually, let's do this. You wait until the stroke of midnight. Oh, That's not how spell refresh works, but whatever. It's fine. not how spell refresh works. <laughs> <laughs> it's more funny to me this way. <laughs> or we what could are say, we? Well, if not a, if or not she means... could just have taken an eight-hour yeah, rest. going to say, Wealthy just crashed out. Because, I mean, Wealthy, I imagine you want to know the answer to this as soon as possible. Yes. Yes. So you just immediately go out, sleep for eight hours, come back. I remember spells again. They weren't ripped out of my head by the magic system. And you cast again. I need intelligence checks from the group. Ooh. 17. God damn it. 12. Oh, 8. Uh, 21. Jesus. Shield flubs as well. I think that means a majority of you failed. Or let's see, we got a 17, we got an 8, got a 12 from Vons. No, I got a 21. I got a 12. Hmm. I think the spell is shaky and it doesn't really, it doesn't work. So, because this is, and actually as part of it, um, no, enough of you succeeded that nothing terrible happens to any of the material components. It is possible to route your magic wrong and do things like destroy the map. <laughs> that no would one be bad. It. So, it just, it takes another try. Given that I doubt you were preparing this spell in the hospital every day. Mm-hmm. Um, this is probably going to be the third day that you've been here and the third try. So again, intelligence checks from everybody, please. And the storm uh, is still happening. The storm is still happening. You're still locked down. Ooh, that's oh, a Jesus. 20- that's a 24. That's a 10. Uh, uh, 17. A 22. Shield rolled a nat one. <laughs> oh, God. So, sorry. So we had... Wealthy, you got a 10. I got a 10. Bonzi got a 21 again? 22. 22. And um, Ericene and Grix. 24. 17. Vons rolled high enough given that, like, succeeded by 10, basically. So I'm going to give Shield a re-roll. And I mean, Ericene also got a 24. Between the two of you. Between the two Shield of a re-roll. And they do not get, they still basically don't contribute. You stop their natural one from taking effect. But three out of five of you succeeded. That is, and two of you essentially succeeded with style. You, (laughs) (laughs) to steal a phrase from fate, admittedly. Um, And the spell works. It points to 
Let's see. Yeah. Um, it actually does point to the western coast of the continent that Elandril is on. I guess that is the continent um, or large island thing. Anyway, it points to the western coast of Elandril on the northern segment of it. Uh, I uh, ask my grandfather, um, do you recognize like anything about that? Or like, is that like a specific place? I mean, uh, to the GM, I'm just wondering, yeah. is there anything specific on the map at that location or no? It, um, this map is too high level to be super detailed, but your grandfather does know some stuff and you're appealing to his intellectual curiosity, which is a good way to get him uh-huh. to do a lot of stuff he might not do otherwise. Uh-huh. So, um, it's an area of rocky, almost uninhabited coast. Pretty much that entire stretch. There's very few bays. Those that are there are shallow. And there are reefs and, you know, rock promontories and rocks around the area. It was dangerous for ships. The There were some dense forests there. And it was it was essentially the middle of nowhere. So there to was the point a where it was dangerous to travel. Huh. But there was like nothing there, like nothing at all. There were small fishing villages. Huh. And a couple of trading posts and, you know, crossroads villages and that sort of thing. But compared to the rest of Elandril, it was very poorly populated. Huh. You couldn't farm there pretty much. So food was prohibitively expensive to have as a settlement there or to have for your settlement. Except like fishing. Correct. Okay. And uh, Wealthy, you were saying something? Um, no, I don't, I mean, uh, Erisine really asked the questions I was looking for, but it's just, it's not being very helpful. It would be a strange place for your professor to be. And yet there he's supposed to be. Um, I, uh, I asked my grandfather if he could help us, like, I know that the map of Elandril that we currently have is like a bit higher level, but like Mm -hmm. are the features of the land that he described like understandable on the map that uh, we were looking at or no? Barely. It's just too high scale. So you could, you could get in the right general area, but it's like pointing to, you know, um, it's not quite like pointing to the Olympic Peninsula, just being like, it's there somewhere, but it's close to that level of, non-specific like it's relatively specific from a world map sense of things Uh but it's not from a like i need to actually find something that's there okay um then never never mind uh i'm not going to pursue trying to get his help you know enhancing on that (laughs) enhance enhance you know pinch zooming on a actual map really just pinches the map (laughs) That's yeah. why you need illusions. And he told me not to touch it. So. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, roughly where Professor Jenkins is. Congratulations. But we don't know where we are in relation to Elandril. No, but you could always, uh, the next day, basically cast it. Probably not on yourself, but on someone in the city. And then it would point to where you are, albeit in the air on the map. How long can the amethyst handle this? It's first, this is more of, um, there are spells that require a certain quality of material 
but this will not be consumed. Okay. Essentially, unless unless the fumble stands, the material components won't be consumed. Okay. Well, that's good. Well, I think... Um, you, you could also theoretically ask Command where the Arcs is. Someone in that organization might know. Are there are the rats allowed to get around? Get out while they're get around. Yes. Uh, then, uh, I'll send Bartholomew to talk to um to to May and ask her if she can tell me where we're at. That's a good idea. You get a message back that she cannot. Oh shit! Okay. Um. Also, she's still alive. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> I assume she was still alive because you know. She's good at what she does. Um, does anybody else know? Well, uh, Grix, could you ask Corva? Yeah. Uh, I, I suppose. Yeah, I can send her a rat. Sure. Okay. Uh, you get essentially a form note back that says your your message will be received after the lockdown ends. Oh, oh that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. responded to after the lockdown ends. Yeah. I was, I was uh, yeah. Grix, it does appear that she signed it personally, but it is still the form. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's fair. Uh, well, I, I mean... Well, I, I think I think until we can... I think we're kind of stuck until we get to the point where um, we can actually move around the city and find out some things. All right. Yeah, I imagine that there's like an astrometrics lab somewhere where uh, somebody's just watching the stars and keeping track of where our well, floating thing is i bet they have better maps um that's true when we can be alone again um actually i think that ericene is going to have um have the pcs come up to her uh room um after we have finished the uh the spell and say to uh, everyone, um, so, like, I think that Professor Jenkins is related to Bonza's dreams. Oh. Because promontories and cliffs and dense forest sounds so much like all of Bonza's dreams, and, like, wasn't there something that Bonds you said about like like a phantom building that like when you tried to actually like look at it, there wasn't anything really there in your dream? Did I say that? I don't know, impossible to say. I think that's up to you at this point. <laughs> How much did you, you know? I don't how know, much, I've been trying to forget those dreams. How much did you, tra- Aaron is asking, how much did you trauma vomit uh, <laughs> verbally about the dreams when it finally got to be too much for you? Oh, I'm sure he just said everything and probably real fast. Okay, so info would have been in there somewhere. Well, like when you told us about like the first dream or like the second dream, something like that, you said something about like a glint of, like a glint of light off of glass on the cliff side. Oh, and yeah. I'm just like wondering if maybe like there's some sort of like phantom building there that like, if you look straight at it, you can't see it. But like, if you aren't looking at it, then you can see it. 
Because, you know, the ground is real fucking weird at this point. So, like, that's just what I think. What do you guys think? That seems seems reasonable. Yeah, it seems like a good idea. And I feel like all of the fucking Vonza's dreams started around the same time that, yeah. like, we think that Professor Jenkins disappeared. But I wonder if that's, like, maybe there's a spell to communicate or something, or, like, there's a link or, I don't know. I don't like where this conversation's going. Well, I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> what do you want? I mean, I don't know what to say. Like, do you not care what's going on? <laughs> I, hmm. I just don't want to go back to the ground. That place is scary. Even in dreams, it's scary. No, and that's fair. Like, I get it. I'm just, you know. Whoever this is you're looking for, I I don't imagine that they're that they're doing so hot. You met Professor Jenkins. He was the guy that like helped to like fix Grix's arm ah. when he was having like the bad like detect thoughts problem. All right. That guy. <laughs> yeah, him. <laughs> what, uh, what do we want him for? What what why did he why would he go down there? Well, that that second one's a good question. Well, yeah, we we need him. He's our he's a he's you know not a friend friend, but he's wealthy's friend and uh, you know important. And uh, also, he uh, knows stuff. Gotta keep the so, yeah. We need him. Oh, but yeah, what's he doing down there? That's that's a good question. That's a real good question. Because like he took everything on purpose. Like he wasn't planning on coming back. Maybe he found a spot. Safe spot or something. Some place to retire. <laughs> but why would yeah, he retire to the surface? What? <laughs> I was making a joke, Aracene. Aracene stares at you like... <laughs> Obviously yeah. it wasn't a very funny like, joke. Yeah, so was I. <laughs> um, I have... I, I honestly don't know any... I don't have any reason why the professor would... Would... would Nothing in my studies indicates that anybody would go down to the surface for any reason whatsoever and expect to survive. Consequently, they don't go down to the surface. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So whatever reason so, he's going down there it is a complete mystery. Yeah. Uh, there's got to be a, I don't know, there's, there's got to be a, a, a sanctuary or something. We need, to, we need to do more research and maybe like a, a flyover or something. Well, we're certainly not able to survive down there better than anybody else. Yeah. That is an issue. Notices Wealthy's missing leg. I kind of legit forgot about it, but thank you for bringing it up. What are the chances (laughs) to those crossed creatures will show up again? (laughs) Uh, It's certain. (laughs) Yeah, I think we're going to have to spend some time um, research, doing some research and... uh, and figuring out what's I think we need to find a cure for that uh uh for the corruption because we've been up here for 500 years and we still haven't and no and and really smart people who knew what what was going on then didn't figure it out and you're expecting us to figure it out well if we're smart we're not going down there without one well that's a granted or some kind of defense yeah Definitely defense. Uh, yeah. 
I think I think we need to do more research. I think I think I don't I don't think we I think we're going in circles a little bit, and uh, we need to just uh, you know figure out why he's down there, whether it's safe to go, how to go, and see we if we need find to come up with an idea of like how to convince my grandfather to let us do research in the library. And we need to find a, a defense and a weakness for the, this corruption stuff. But ideally, a cure. Because for all we know, Professor Jenkins is already corrupted. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like thinking about that. Yeah. All right. So what's the... Uh, yeah. Move on. Well, I have an idea, but it involves studying the corrupted creatures that get taken out outside. So it's dangerous to even attempt. But we need to find some way to learn more about them in order to discover these weaknesses. So far, they're only uh, weak to whatever the creature that is affecting them is already weak to. They're just like normal-ish creatures, but surprisingly, like, they, they seem faster and meaner and contagious yeah definitely i'm wondering if this has already been like if this research has already been done and maybe we can like find maybe we can like this is why i think we need to like figure out if my grandfather has like anything in the library that would apply to this because he's got like so many books so many books well, it's not like I don't have anything else to do. It's not like I have anything else to do. I mean, I'm kind of stuck here. We're all kind of stuck here. So if we could get access to the books, that would be great. Yeah, we would have to ask. We would have to have access to the books. But how amenable would he be to that whole idea? Not amenable unless there's a really good reason. And so that's why I say, like, we got to find a good reason. Well, I would think that intellectual curiosity about why the hell how the hell somebody's living down on the surface would be a really good reason. Hmm. It's a good point. I would say that if this, uh, uh, corruption wasn't happening, we wouldn't be stuck in here with him right now. That's probably reason enough. (laughs) That is a good point also, but like, you know, except for casting the spell, not, I mean, it's not like he's been around, you know? He's not very bothered by the fact that everyone is here, like, unlike my grandmother. Who looked like she was going to stroke out. I'll go break more things. <laughs> Again, my grandfather will not care so much about that. Depends on what he breaks. <laughs> yeah, go break his things. Is Purity still here? She's not still here, is she? Um, She is still here because you guys took three days to like fully narrow down where Jenkins is. Okay. So there's a long time. Also, how are Photios and Keith and Green and Alara and Shield and Cog? Keeping to themselves. <laughs> <laughs> also, this is seven days into the storm. Wow, this is a long yeah. storm. And, um uh, <laughs> all those folks have been just being very polite and like sleeping in, you know, probably elsewhere in the ballroom and spending their days in the sitting room and trying not to go completely insane. <laughs> Yeah, Vons writes a uh, a rat to his sister to ask how how things are going over there at the brewery. <laughs> Thanks for checking in. 
I, I, I believe you ratted her when you first got to the public shelter too. But yeah, um, things are fine. It's was a lot of cleanup, but we got pretty much everything sorted out and they're just hunkered down, showing that some more alchemy stuff. Uh, how how many do, does uh, do we know how many patrons were locked in there st- or still when uh, the mm. crew left? Uh, almost everyone went to a public sh- to a public shelters nearby. We have like four people who are staying with us. It's real hard to sell beer when nobody's locked in. Nice Gotta... thing about beer. What's that? Keeps. Oh yeah, sure. It does yeah, yep. Vons is uh, concocting an idea to make a uh, sort of a shelter bed and breakfast. Oh, <laughs> that is probably oh, a decent yeah. swing in business. Yeah, I like it. Um, I think that Ericene is going to take Wealthy with her and go visit her grandfather. All right, you head out to do that. And that is where we will wrap the session. Great. Sweet. Sweet. You know, I'm just like a little tired of being treated like I don't have a brain. (laughs) I had never been clear on how much of that was a persona versus real. If it was a persona, it mean the persona worked. That's a little insulting, but I guess... From the icy stare you get, (laughs) more of it than you were probably betting on when you said that.